Hello, this is Mike Burek, your host for Krenitsya, the Well, a podcast series about Ukraine and Ukrainians around the world. This evening we have as our guest Matej Silesky, who is director and producer of Kitsuna Tale Productions, which was founded in 2016. Good evening, Matej. Thanks for joining us in our audience this evening. How are you? Good evening, Mike. I'm doing well. How about yourself? Great, great. Uh, we'd like to find out a little bit more about your background before we launch into a discussion about Kitsune and your project, which is Baba Babi Skazala, a documentary film. I'm, I'm curious about your educational background. I understand that uh, you went to the University of California at Berkeley. That's true. I went to the Uni University of California, Berkeley for my undergrad, and at, at that school I studied uh, a number of, uh, number of things, film, uh, regional studies, as well as um, landscape architecture. Uh, ask me how those things fit together. But um, uh, it really rounded out my education and allowed me to you know, really take advantage of not just one specific, but the interdisciplinary uh, intersections of all three of those departments and areas of study. And I understand that you, you're also a professional athlete, that you're a professional figure skater. Is that correct? This is true. I am a, I am a figure skater. Been doing that for about, what is it now, 18 years or so. That's a long time. Uh, yeah, most definitely. I started at the age of five, and I've been doing it ever since. Interesting. You've not been in the Olympics, have you? Uh, no, I actually I was uh, shooting for the Olympic team um, a few times, uh, but every single time I had gotten unfortunately injured right before the the bigger competitions, uh, the larger qualifying competitions. Um, so recently, I, I actually underwent a shoulder surgery, which brought me into my segue into Kitsune Tail Productions and uh, working on this documentary. So tell us a little bit about Kitsune Tail Productions. Uh, first of all, you mentioned in that the company was founded in 2016. How did that come about? Um, Kitsune Tail Productions is a production company that's based off of um, changing perspectives and altering the way that people understand and view and perceive um, known stories or even unknown stories. And this came about actually through the idea of the documentary Baba Bobby Skazala. And uh, would you like me to speak a little bit more about that project right now? Yes, please. And yeah. uh, just for any of those who in the audience who don't speak Ukrainian, Baba Bobby Skazala means grandmother told grandmother. Yes. So. Um, Baba Bobby Skazala, and I'll speak a little as to uh, why we chose this title. Uh, and as you said, it translates into English as Grandmother Told Grandmother. So this documentary is sharing the little-known story of Ukrainian children who were torn from their home in the crush between the Nazi and the Soviet fronts in World War II, uh, spending their childhood as refugees in Europe, these inspiring, really, um, Individuals later immigrated to the United States, creating new homes and communities through their deep belief in the importance of preserving culture. And what Baba Bobby Scazzala is doing 
uh, as a documentary is, um, as I said, it's preserving, but it's also sharing those ancestral legacies of American immigrant post-World War II Ukrainian displaced persons. I know that's a little bit of a mouthful, um, but it's sharing it's sharing the stories uh, and manifest the individual and community resilience in that journey to find home and where and when their homes and families were taken from them during World War II. I'm curious, Mette, uh, with your own grandparents, were they part of this emigrate community? Yes, actually, um, and that's part of the reason why I'm so personally invested in, in these stories. Um, when I was a child, uh, my grandmother used to tell me about her times uh, having been in a displaced persons camp and during that World War II period, and I didn't really understand what it meant um, when I was younger. And as I grew older and I was in college and I took a few courses, I started to really understand and realize that there was so much more to what she was telling me than what than what I had perceived and understood as a child. And that's when it hit me that not only not only does it feel terrible when you say, "Hey, I'm Ukrainian. I'm, you know, I'm from Ukraine." And people are like, "Okay, where's that? What's the history?" But, you know, it it also it has even more impact when you speak to somebody, that's their reaction, and then there's absolutely no way that they would understand any of what the Ukrainian people had gone through during World War II. I, 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 felt, I felt the need and desire to really share um, that story and, and help people understand. And what part of Ukraine were your grandparents from? Um, my grandparents uh, were from western Ukraine, Lviv, and right outside of Lviv. Interesting. So tell us a little bit more about the documentary project itself. First of all, how are you funding it? Um, we've been funding it through, uh, we have a, uh, obtained a fiscal sponsor through the International Documentary Association, which is a 501c3 nonprofit arts organization. And we have been um, receiving uh, tax deductible checks uh, through those, through that uh, International Documentary Association fiscal sponsorship, um, and so it's in that sense, it's been funded uh, by the people, by the Ukrainian people, by the community, um, and we are still looking uh, for some more support to finish and round out the project, um, but. That being said, so much has been accomplished. Um, we still need to accomplish more in order for the documentary to, and the projects in general uh, to be finalized and completed. But um, any support that we can get is a, a major help and assistance with moving those pieces of the puzzle along. And how much of the project has been done at this point, uh, and where have you been filming? Well, on that, then I, I'll speak a little to some of our accomplishments then. Um, we filmed so far over 35 interviews in five different locations across the United States, and those locations would be the Los Angeles area, uh, the Colorado area, um, Cleveland, Ohio, uh, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, New York, as well as Florida. 
Um, that tri-state area, as I'm sure you understand, kind of condenses into its own. Um, but we've also, as I said, we've obtained a fiscal sponsorship uh, and we've established a collaboration with the Ukrainian Museum Archives in Cleveland, Ohio, for the archiving access and archival storage of these interviews. Um, we've also established working relationships with the humanities experts and historians at several universities to ensure uh, quality and accuracy of, of the stories and content. And we have attained access to rarely seen archival footage from the Ukrainian National Archives. Um, there's been a lot of accomplishments in, uh, recently as well. Uh, actually, for example, very exciting news. I just received an email from IMDB that they are approving the documentary to be uh, listed on their website. And so that's really an amazing feeling because it's really that that insurement of, hey, this is this is for real, and this is really selling people that, I'm not kidding, that this is a very serious um, project that I've taken on, and I'm, I'm following through all the way to the end with it. Yeah, that's great news. And how much more work needs to be done? You mentioned you've done 35 interviews so far. How many more interviews do you think you'll be doing, and where will they take place? Well, on that one, I do have to kind of go back to uh, Baba Bobby Skazala, not just as a documentary, but also as a larger project. Um, there's really three parts to this project. One of them is the documentary film, uh, which is making the stories of these in incredible individuals more accessible to the broader populace. Um, but the two other parts are really the video interviews themselves, which encompass um, as many interviews as possible, given the time, location, and budget, because as this, as Bobby Bobby Gazala says, it's uh, the passing on of stories from generation to generation, from grandmother to grandmother. So that's one, one other aspect. And this last aspect of the project is actually the digital media curated exhibit. And depending on the funding, that will support the film's distribution with tangible examples of artifacts from these individuals and the DP camps themselves. Um, so to answer your question more clearly, as to completing additional interviews, um, I will be doing that as long as I can with the support of um, the viewers and the, and the general populace of those people interested in this project um, because their stories, these um, individual stories are much more important to the world, really, especially with the changes of events that have been going on recently. Um, what other things that need to get done? We still have transcribing and translation of completed interviews, editing those interviews, and seeking additional archival footage and music, uh, and then development distribution and outreach as well. Um, these are some goals that we have moving into 2018 here, but those things also cannot be done without support and you know, the monetary side of things. I hear you. And if someone wants to donate to your project, where can they go on the web? Well, they're always free to make a tax-deductible donation uh, to the International Documentary Association. 
Um, they also can write any sort of, uh, they can actually go to an Etsy store if they're interested in getting some antiques and things. We've opened up an Etsy store at Etsy.com, uh, Baba Bobby Scazala. Uh, there's a lots of unique uh, artifacts that are from um, my family's history as well as others history uh, and the other place another thing that individuals could do is to um, write a check out to Kitsune Tail Productions. And if they want to find out more information about Kitsune Tail Productions or Baba Bobby Skazala, where should they go on the web? They should follow us on social media. Um, we are on every platform Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, as well as they can visit us at kitsunetailproductions.com to learn everything that they would like to know about the project. And if they would like to know more, they're always free to contact me and the rest of the team that's working on the documentary. So we have time for one last question here. Mm -hmm. What has been the most challenging aspect of pulling this project together? That's a wonderful question, Mike. Um, I mean, besides for besides for the funding that you know would allow me to to travel across the country and do these interviews, um, I'd say timing. Timing has been the most difficult uh, piece of this because I, we, the world, has actually lost um, the opportunity to record some really amazing stories. Um, I have, as an example, I was actually scheduled to record uh, an, a survivor who was 100 plus years old. And the only two weeks before our scheduled interview, um, she passed away. Oh, how sad. And so that's, it's, it's those kinds of moments that, um, you know, really tear my tear at my heart because not only is it uh, not only is it awful towards the, the documentary because that's a wonderful that would be really wonderful to be able to share that but it really hurts the fact that there's this person's story is you know passed on and hopefully her family knows the story um, and is able to share it because there's so much that you know uh, an individual their age would be able to share and educate with the next generations to come. Matei, that's all the time we have this evening. I want to thank uh, Matei Selesky of Kitsuna Tail Productions and his project Baba Bobby's Gazala. Thank you for sharing all of this with our audience this evening. This is Mike Burek, your host for Krenitsya, The Well, a podcast series on Ukraine and Ukrainians around the world. Until next time, thanks for listening.